Right, welcome to my podcast today. We have Emily Metzger, who is in Denver, Colorado. Thank you for being on here today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what sparked you to start losing weight? Well, I don't think anything really sparked me this time around. I, I feel like it's something I've always wanted. You know, people, they're always striving to feel better, look better, do better. Um, but definitely COVID hit and everything kind of went out the window with, you know, we weren't seeing people and things were a bit boring. We were stuck indoors. So I kind of already was falling off the wagon, but then really went <laughs> far. Didn't help at all. Yeah. And then my friend um, told me that she had gotten into Weight Watchers and how much weight she had lost. And I was like, oh man, like I want to be losing weight too. That sounds cool. And there's really no excuse because I have all the time. So yeah, May 1st, I was just sitting with my girlfriend in her living room and I was like, you know what? I think we need to try to start this. Let's do it together. And um, I haven't looked back since. And for this time around, it really just stuck. And I think it was just all more of mindset versus because I didn't do anything really differently this time around than I did before, except for the mind. Um, was this, so have you tried like losing weight other times and Oh yeah. I mean, I was on Weight Watchers right after my pregnancy, um, four years ago and I lost about 20 pounds. Um, but again, if you don't have the mental aspect or if you're not, you know, really ready for it, uh, mentally, then it's not going to stick. So, you know, I, I definitely still had the same mentality. Like I was obviously eating better, tracking my points, but then once I let one meal slip or had one mistake or cheat yeah, yeah. meal, then I was like, oh, let's just have a free for all, you know? So then it, it, it and I, all my life, you know, I'm 35 years old. So in high school, you know, I would try fad diets or we, I tried Nutrisystem or this or that, you know, every different kind of thing in the book. Yeah, I was yeah. never like fully overweight until probably about this last year and a half to two years where I that really crept up there on the scale and I was very uncomfortable where I knew I needed to make a change. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, when did you start losing weight this time around? Was it in COVID? Yeah, it was, so it was May 1st is when I started. I, um, did, um, I signed up for Weight Watchers and then I signed up for these HIT classes, which is high okay. intensity yeah. interval training. Cool. Um, and I do that uh, with an online program and, um, yeah and then it, it just kind of once I lost the 10 pounds you know I started feeling better in my clothes people started saying like oh you look good so that gave me more motivation to keep going and then I started using the tools that I was learning um, and then again the mindset you know I just struggle with that the most now you know is, is really falling back into the old mindset gotcha gotcha how much weight have you lost so far I'm hovering around 40 pounds. I'm really trying to get to that solid 40, um, yeah. but it, I'm like three ounces away one day or a pound away one day. So I'm hoping to get a solid 40 pound weight loss, but I'm, I'm right there. I'm like about 39 point something. Yeah. <laughs> but chipping I can't get 40 until away. I actually have it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. And do you, how much weight do you plan to lose? Well, you know what? So when I started this, I started at 200 pounds and I had a goal of 170, which at the time just seemed pretty unfathomable. You know, I hadn't been 170 since I was like 24. Okay. Um, and so it was just kind of like a, mm, okay, yeah, let's put a goal in. That would be fun. And then once I actually hit 170, I was like, wow, okay. And then I really saw 
my body and what I needed to do. So then I made a, a 160 um, goal. So now I'm at the 160-ish. Beyonce's uh, here and there. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I still see there's, it's not like I'm trying to attain perfection or anything like that, but I still have the belly flap and the loose skin and um, extra pounds on me. So I, yeah. I don't really know the goal and I'm not trying to get anywhere specifically because I feel so good every day, but I definitely see that there's still extra pounds and I kind of want to yeah. just kind of go for as long as I can, because I'm also eventually wanting to have a second child. So I know this isn't going to be long-term because you can't keep losing weight when you're pregnant, but I want to go into a very healthy and a very different mindset um, and go into it a lot differently this time. So yeah, I don't have a specific goal because I don't even know my body. Um, the Weight Watchers goal says I have to, I should be anywhere from between 128 and 159. So I'm on the outskirts of that goal. Uh, right over uh, over it but um I don't think I'd ever get to 128 nor do I want to because <laughs> that's just a whole different lifestyle that I'm not really trying to attain yeah and um, so you've lost it's been about six months and you've lost about 40 pounds mm -hmm. awesome yeah even like maintaining your weight just like getting used to maintaining your weight is a feat in itself yeah, yeah, especially with the holidays coming up. And then also since I've almost gotten to the 40, I've gotten a little more lax. So I'll yeah. grab a piece of cheese off my daughter's plate that I wasn't doing for the first five months, you know? And so I can see I'm definitely maintaining at this point, but mm -hmm. that's why I, I know it's me and what I'm doing is keeping me from getting to that exact 40. Yeah. Because I have the tools. I just also like to have happy hours. There's holiday dinners now starting, you know, and I don't want to say no to all that, especially, I mean, of course, I'm going to say no to certain things um, or modify or um, have alternative options, but mm -hmm. I don't want to not go to a family dinner or a function or be just all in my head the whole time because I'm so worried about what I'm eating. So I, I don't, I want to use the tools I've learned this past five months and, um, and, but also have a fun life. You know, I'm, I'm not doing this for a career. I'm not doing this for anybody but myself and to feel good. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. Uh, any advice you'd give to someone who's considering weight loss? I mean, you, if you're just kind of considering it, you really have to know your why, um, because there's going to be a lot of hard days. Yeah. Um, and you really have to get in the mindset of you can do it because if you're just kind of going in being like, Oh, I, I can't, or this isn't going to be for me, but I'll try, or I hate counting calories or whatever, whatever you're already making up tons of excuses. Mm -hmm. So you really um, need to have that mindset and be yeah. mindful of everything you're doing. Cool. Let's talk about food. So how did you learn about food and nutrition these, when you started? I'm kind of learning as I go. Um, I've always been interested in health, you know, ish to a point where, and again, I've done all the fad diets. So I know about, you know, the different things of what you should and shouldn't eat or carbs or low carbs or, you know, flour versus wheat or whatever. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, it's just kind of a learning process. So, I mean, obviously I'm doing Weight Watchers, so that really helps. Um, but I also think Weight Watchers is kind of, not the long-term solution either because they also want you to do 
you know, sugar-free, non-fat, low-fat diet, you know, and all that, like a Diet Coke is zero points, but really is a Diet Coke healthy for you? Yeah. No, you know? So it's it's the first thing is learning the tools. And I like, to, I like Weight Watchers with how it's tracking everything. But now I think my next step is, is really learning nutrition and what foods I can and cannot eat, but still have fun. Because with Weight Watchers, yes, you can go have a fiber one brownie for two points, but that's not necessarily super healthy. It's very processed. It's, you know, so long-term with your overall health, you know, I definitely need to learn more about the um, actual nutrition and really get on board with that as well with the mindset of I can't keep having all these fun meals with all these low fat or fat free cheeses and things like that, because it's not realistically healthy long-term. Gotcha. Gotcha. What are some of the tools they give you? Like counting, doing the points is probably one. Yeah. So they do, you'd have an app. And so you count your points. Every food item has a point value to it. Um, So nothing's off limits, which has been so great for me, because if you tell me, I'm not even a huge sweets person, but if you tell me I can't go have a piece of chocolate cake, all of a sudden I'm going to envision chocolate cake and that's all I'm going to see. So, and then if I take it out of my diet, all I'm going to want is the, like, if I took out bread, I'm going to want bread very badly. So then when I cheat, I'm going to go overboard. And again, that's not sustainable. So, you know, it's just a matter of finding that balance. Not, Not limiting yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So then they, they have also like different tools they're introducing all the time, like what's in your fridge app. So you can put in for people who aren't very good cooks or don't have, you know, um, the mindset of cooking and all that. They can go into their fridge. They can see they have chicken, they have broccoli, they have this or that. And then you can plug it into the app and then they can give you some meals, okay, um, which cool. is pretty helpful. Um, yeah, yeah. And just like the community, you know, I, I signed up and they have like a community. And then I signed up and did a, um, an Instagram page when I first started this for a couple of reasons. One, I didn't want to bother my friends <laughs> with all my weight loss stuff or recipes yeah. and things like that. I wanted to have everything in one kind of um, one area. And then I also wanted to really be real with people because for me, I have, after I had a baby, I had um, what they call an apron belly. It's, I called it a fat flap, but I just learned that it's called an apron belly, but yeah. it just is a your belly just hangs over. And I'd never had that problem in my life before. Like growing up in San Diego, I was always in my bathing suit. I felt comfortable in a two piece, but after the baby and the C-section scar, it was a pretty bad flap. So I really wanted to, cause if I had seen those pictures when I had started, I would have felt more motivation because I truly thought I was never going to get rid of the flap ever. It was going to be there for the rest of my life and I was gonna have to get surgery. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to create the page to be real and then actually show real before and after pictures. So then people could see like, this is a real belly, you know, cause I even went into um, those things where you can like, la- not laser off, but it's like a new thing where they kind of like melt the fat. Like, and after- cold, yeah. Cold sculpting. Yeah. So okay. I went in for um, a consultation with that a couple years ago. Okay. And literally every before and after picture they would show me was a fat, a, a flat belly to a flatter belly or a kind of curvy belly to a flatter belly. They weren't overweight. No, there was anyway. no fat flap. There was nothing. Like it was just, I almost think it's for like movie stars or people that are in the industry that really need to have the visuals because it's for their career or something. And it's going to get that last little bit of just a little bit off, not yeah. what I had. And I was like, hey, but you're not showing me me, you know? And, gotcha. and when you look it up you, I, and go again, growing up in San Diego or watching TV, you see these ideal bodies. And so yeah. 
I wanted to be more real and show people that because again, I didn't know it was such a huge thing that women were experiencing. I thought it was alone. You know, I thought it was either someone who grew up overweight their whole life maybe had it or yeah. So if I had had that, it may I might have gotten going a little bit quicker and I might not have let myself fall off the wagon so far because even like I said after I gained or I went on Weight Watchers after my pregnancy lost 20 pounds that was the last 20 pounds of the baby weight but still had the huge flat and didn't have the tools or knowledge of how to get actual rid of the belly fat versus just weight off of you um and so if I would have known that I could actually get rid of it I wouldn't have given up because I was like why am I trying so hard and I still have this belly you know so who cares if i'm gonna have it yeah. a lot worse <laughs> well that 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 does sound tough like it's i'm i'm in a sense i'm kind of glad i'm a man so i i, I don't have to give birth <laughs> but yeah. uh i'm sure it's you know got a whole experience you know that that's that's valuable uh mm-hmm. i like how you started the instagram page i i made my own page too just so i could you know not have any judgment from friends or whatnot i i think that you know people social media is generally so like fake or you know everything's so manicured to only show your good sides um so you can be a little bit more vulnerable and and kind of feel more authentic with a different a new page yeah yeah first when i when i first did that page i didn't invite or show any of my friends nobody i was just letting strangers in um i was just you know interacting with just complete people I didn't know because that made me feel way more comfortable and they were way more you know in my mind way more supportive because they were on this same journey that they as I was on yeah but then I actually realized once I it got bigger because um people really like before and after pictures so I've only had the page for two months and I'm almost at 10,000 followers um and I've now obviously let my friends in and told them about it and stuff and I have gotten so much positive feedback from not only strangers but friends from high school that I haven't talked to in 15 years. And they're like, wow, you have motivated me. I am now losing weight or I have changed my diet or I mean this or that, or just like saying, thank you for being real, you know? And, yeah. and it really gives me goosebumps when I read these things. Cause I'm like, wow, like I'm, I'm really like making an effect on people and that's really cool. Yeah. And I'm being real, you know? So I'm proud of myself. And definitely sometimes I post a post of a before and after and I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. That's so embarrassing. But again, I started the page to be real and to show people real results. And so I can't be fake and just show them the hot top half of my belly and not the lower part. So cool. That's awesome. It's cool to inspire people. Uh, when you started, did you record what you ate? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, immediately. So right when I started on that May 1st, I have recorded everything every single day. Um, the only times I didn't record is when I was like camping or something, but I still ha- kept a mental check of what everything I was doing. And when I got back into service and everything, I, I, cause it's so important for me personally to count it and be mindful mm-hmm. um, because my hugest thing is snacking. I could snack and eat probably the size of like, you know, small countries food because of how much I, I can just keep eating. Even if I'm full, I don't know why, but I will just keep snacking. And it's like, I know it's some sort of like eating problem or disorder or whatever, you know, just because I do have that. 
I almost feel like I would think I grew up in an orphanage or something where food was being taken away from me all the time or very scarce, which it wasn't. And I had all the options to food my whole life. Or even if I'd go to a party, I would, if I didn't eat the party food, I would have like mournfulness when I got home. Like, oh my God, I didn't eat those sliders. They were probably so good. You know, like, I've oh my gosh, you can just go get a slider one day. Fine. You know? Yeah. Oh, so it's, yeah, again, it's just all mental for me. And, um, really having the accountability of everyone, like going back to the Instagram page, I don't only inspire other people, but they really inspire me and hold me accountable as well. Yeah. So do you, do you feel like you overeat these days or is that something of the there, past? Yeah, there are definitely some days where I still get up and want to snack. It's really the time between three o'clock in the afternoon to dinner. Like, I, it's just so hard for me for some reason. I unless I'm very very busy, but that always seems to be the downtime in our house. You know, my daughter's napping. Uh, I'm by myself. I'm able to watch a show or something, and then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I want this. I want this. But I still track it all, and I can see because people try to not track and and cheat the system, or like if I don't track it, then it didn't happen, or they're embarrassed of what they're eating, but. If you're tracking it and you see you're up to 50 points, I mean, you're like, you're going to think twice about going to that refrigerator again, no matter if you want to or not. And even if you do, you're still mindful of, okay, now I went to that refrigerator five times. I got all these snacks. I've just eaten all my dinner's worth, you know, and now I have to go over, have a zero point dinner, which is not going to be as delicious as what I planned um, because I was snacking. So being mindful of it again, I'm, I keep saying mindfulness because that is, I think the most important thing of weight loss or anything really is just being mindful. Um, and so, yeah, the snacking has cut back, but I definitely still do. And I know what snacks to go after now more so, you know, and I have my refrigerator loaded with what's going to help me versus loaded with chips or sugary things. Okay. So snacks are like, I love sweets. Uh, snacks are kind of your kryptonite. Yeah, I don't care about sweets. Snacks are, I want salty okay. versus sweet. You know, like if a waitress, when they always come over and they say like, oh, you know, did you save room for dessert? I'm like, are you crazy? I would make, I would order another cheeseburger. Why would I do that? You know, like <laughs> I'm more in the savory than the sweet side, but I can have a lot of savory. <laughs> yeah. um, do you, how many meals a day do you have? So I have a two, without snacks, <laughs> I have a, two meals okay. um, because I intermittent fast. So I stop eating or I try to stop eating at 8.30 at night. And then I start eating again the next day at 12.30 in the afternoon. Perfect. That's almost, I stop eating around eight. Yeah. Um, I wished I could stop eating earlier, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've been told that it's like the best thing is to stop eating at like 6.30, but okay. that's just not doable. With I get a little hungry when I do that before i go to bed i think immediately yeah <laughs> well let's go intermittent fasting. have you been doing that for a while um i started that probably around the same time i kind of incorporated i guess probably when i started my instagram page too it's really helped me because i have to have i research things i i try yeah. to know things so when i post i have like a real knowledge and it's actually going to be helpful so that all helps me too like you know, one day I was researching and I found, you know, this information on drinking warm lemon water every day and the effects of how and how great that is. And so I incorporated that. Yeah. Um, same with intermittent fasting. You know, uh, I was doing it before, but once I started researching it for my page to post to my followers, I got more information, more on track with it. And so, and it's really helped me. I, it really helps me with um, not overdoing it on my points because that's the entire half of my awake day that I'm not eating or snacking. 
Yeah. Um, and then I also, you know, they've, I've, they said it resets the body. You know, I've heard a lot of people were like, it doesn't do anything. Who cares? Don't do it. And I'm like, again, if it works for you, then it's the best diet for you or the best lifestyle change for you. Like, so for me, it helps. I think it really helps with if I do have cheat meals or drink the night before, I know I'm not going to wake up and want that greasy food that you typically want when you wake up. Yes, maybe I do, but I know I'm not going to have it till 1230. And since I'm so far into it, it's easier. At the beginning, it was a little bit harder because I love breakfast. But what are what are a couple like typical meals that you have in a day? Um, well, I love tacos. So one of the things I tell people is try to figure out the foods you really love and how to all, you know, how to modify them to make them low points or low calories, but still your favorite dishes. So like, I love tacos. I have that. My husband's typically the cook. Um, but if it's my, if it's my night that I'm cooking because he's busy or something, it's always going to be tacos. But I found like a low point wrap that's only one point versus the four or five points that a regular tortilla is. Yeah, yeah. I do the low, um, low fat cheese or even like a white cheese mozzarella or something like that, because those are lower in points or calories. Um, you know, black beans on it. So like I just make, I have my same old thing and then modify it to the way I like it. Nice. Another uh, thing I really love to do and for lunches is like Italian pinwheels or whatever um, with those same low point wraps. And then I put like a piece of salami, the um, turkey pepperoni on it, one piece of ham and then roll it up, some pepperoncinis. Like I love all those things. So nice. yeah. And then again, it's really been helpful that my um, husband loves to cook and he's very much on board now with he knows points and everything too even though he doesn't have the app or doesn't do weight watchers himself but like every night he'll be like how many points do you have left okay let's do this meal and so that support has really helped me too um because i hate cooking so yeah i would definitely have to plan a lot more and put a lot more work into it for me personally because it doesn't come naturally to me if i didn't have him so a support system whether that be you know, a friend or your husband or anybody in your house um, that's not even, they don't have to necessarily be cooking for you, but actually having just that support of someone caring, like, what do you, what do you eat today? Like, and not like defensive. Cause I, you know, some wives are like, my husband asked me my points. And I was like, Burr, you know, and I was like, well, I don't think he was maybe thinking about it like that. I maybe mean, he was trying to be supportive and you're feeling defensive because you've overeaten or something. So uh, how many calories do you eat in a day? And what, uh type of liquids do you drink i don't know calories because i just track points right now um and then for liquids i try i'm I've, I've always been and this is you know helpful for me but i've always been just really into water i've never we didn't grow up drinking juices and sodas of course a soda one every once in a while is delicious um and i'll have like a diet coke but other than that it's pretty much just water throughout the day and then um alcohol if i'm drinking and that'll be like probably a vodka soda okay so yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk about activity uh how did you learn about exercise when you were starting out well actually so my whole life i've i was like in my whole life when i was younger i was always made to be i had to be in a sport every single season so activity and being an athlete was a huge part of my younger life so carrying that over into my adult life wasn't very hard because i was very used to every single day doing some sort of workout. But yes, it was definitely hard. I was not by any means working out a bunch. I, I knew what to do at the gym. You know, I've always, I never went too long without working out. Um, but 
because it was engraved and I had that athleticness like for a background. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, and then again, I kind of just learned as I, as I went, but that aspect was a lot easier for me to get on board because I, I, if I find a workout I love, if I have a workout buddy, it's all a lot easier for me. The food aspect is hard. If, if I could just work out and eat whatever I want, I would I would work out as much as I needed to to be able to eat three cheeseburgers a day, you know. But you can't work. You can't outwork a bad diet. So no matter if you're running every single day and doing burning off a ton of calories, but if you're eating more calories than that and having pizza for breakfast and cheeseburger for lunch and then a even a bad salad for dinner, you know, you're yeah. not going to lose any weight and you're going to gain no matter what. For sure. That's, that's really good advice. Can't outwork a bad diet. I like that. So do you exercise every day then? I do right now. I mean, I try to just, I started off doing it every single day because I was like, okay, I really need to change my mindset. I need to get into a consistent pattern and I really need to change that part of my life where again, even if I have a bad night, not bad, but a funner, more funner night or more indulgent night with food or out or drinks or whatever. Um, I know that the next day I'm going to get up and work out no matter what. I don't take holidays off now. I don't say, oh, well, it's Monday or it's Saturday because every day is a great day to work out. I always feel better afterwards. No one's, I've never been like, ew, that sucked. Can't, can't believe I worked out. That was awful. You know, I mean, sometimes I'm tired. It's definitely like, you know, all that, but I'm never sad about the decision that I worked out, Um, but I have heard that it's a lot better to take breaks um, because you don't want to, you know, so I was overdoing it and your body almost kind of holds on to that fat if you're overdoing it. So I have learned with my body at least um, that at least taking one day a week off or one day every other week has been a lot more beneficial. I do see more results after that day of rest. Okay. Then yeah. when I just kind of consistently, because I was thinking, oh, I can do active rest. You know, I could do yoga one day instead of doing a HIIT workout, but that's still, you know, working your body and everything. And you're not getting, giving that time to reset. So for me personally, I can't talk for everybody else, but for me personally, having that one day, I have seen help, but it also, again, with the mindset, I can't then be like, okay, I had that one day. I want to rest tomorrow too, or so I don't have a specific day that I take off because every week is different for me. And I want to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to take the day off today. Cause my body is feeling like I want to listen to my body. Yeah. Not yeah. like, Oh, well, I already took Sunday off because that was my day of rest. And so now I can on Tuesday or something like that. Gotcha. Sounds like, you know, yourself, like if you take a day off, you, you know, you want to eat more, do less. That's the, that's the thing is I have really learned with this weight loss is myself, you know, like I, I know the tools I need. I know my body, how it's going to react to certain foods. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. never knew these things because I was just filling it with cheeseburgers and pizza all the time. So of course it just felt all around bad all the time. Um, but it's weird to actually be in control of my body and know like the different feelings for the very first time in life, other than just the full and bloated feeling. Yeah. And it's such a, it's like a 360, right? Or 180. Yeah. How you can feel. So you do the high interval intensity training. What does that look like? What do you, what kind of movements are you doing at home? So basically, so that for now, so if someone hasn't done it, it's, um, it's three or four different circuits. And within the circuit, you're doing like four different workouts and it's 45 seconds on 15 seconds off. 
Gotcha. Um, so for me personally, I get bored working out or if my mind is able to be still for even a second, I want to quit. I mean, immediately talking myself out of it. I want to do something different. I'm thinking of all the things I want to do, like in my house to organize or whatever. Yeah. Um, so hit, it doesn't really allow you to relax, you know, per se, or let your mind wander because you're constantly in a workout or a quick rest period, workout, quick rest period. Um, and it's also, again, the best for my body is how I've lost a lot of the belly weight um, because it incorporates strength training, toning, you know, obviously cardio is a huge thing. Um, and it's the first time in my life where I've actually followed a program because they do um, with the program that I do, they do like a live one every day, but then they also have an archive of anything you want. So I can keep track of the diff because they'll do like a hit arm day, you know, or a hit lower body day or a hit total body. So it's the first time actually in my life that I've ever worked out all of my body and not just tried to straight cardio. Because before, if I wasn't working out and I hadn't worked out in a month, I'd be like, oh, I want to get back into working out. And then I'd do straight cardio for like a week and I'd wear myself out and burn myself out. And I'd be like, yeah. So once I started doing this, like I would be like, oh, at the beginning, I'd be like, oh, it's arm day. Like I barely even sweat. But then I was like, whoa, I actually have muscles in my arms for the first time. Like that's crazy. And then like I, I started researching how important strength and toning days were just as important as those cardio days when it comes to weight loss, or even sometimes more important mm -hmm. as those cardio days when it comes to weight loss, when you're targeting different body parts. So it's yeah. Like, um, like push-ups, burpees. Push-ups, burpees, box jumps, you know, lunges, every, anything, um, bur like, you know, the, the thing that they, like the running man, not the running man, it's not a dance, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and again, like it's just quick, short bursts of these. And then again, they have arm days. So you do your, you focus on like biceps, triceps, all that um, for the 45 minutes or the half hour. Um, and then I also like that they have super quick classes too. Like they call, call them sweated out classes. Um, and they're just 30 minutes of straight cardio, which again, you don't want to do that every day. But if I don't have a lot of time, um, yeah it's easy to get in a really good workout really quickly and get all sweaty and feel good. Cool. What's the name of the, the video company? Yeah. So I am, um, it's called health house at home and I actually have a link on my Instagram page um, where you can get your first month free. Um, and again, it's, it's so helpful because they play really loud music. There's their actual physical studios in LA um, and, and they started this program because of COVID, they did like Instagram lives every day and they got so much great feedback from it. They started their own actual program where you can sign up and have a membership. It's like uh, $19.99 a month. Mm -hmm. um, and then again, you can get your first month free if you use the link in my page. And then um, it's, they have great music, great instructors. It's something different every day. And it's not just one instructor standing in front of you doing the moves. They have like their own instructors behind them and like a little mini class okay. um and then it really gets you more pumped up versus just like that one person standing quietly and again that's for me personally everyone has a different thing that gets them excited but it's been able to keep for the first time ever i've been able to keep my attention for this entire time every day and again mm -hmm. I, I do switch it up when it's nice outside i'll do outside activities or run stairs or things like that but gotcha. it's been really helpful nice yeah I I get bored too. So that's why I played soccer because you could 
run to the ball and have a point yeah, to run. That was my main sport. I always played soccer, and then on off season, I had to pick a different sport because you know <laughs> I had to do it every season. Cool. Um, that, it's a good habit, or it's a good you know way to grow up. I think because a lot of people don't play sports, and you know I don't know. I can't imagine what my body would have looked like without the yeah you know the history of being an athlete and doing all that. If I had never done all that, I would have been way more than 200 pounds. Yeah, yeah, me too, probably. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about mentality. Um, how has your thinking evolved, you know, from before you were losing weight to when you started losing weight to now? Uh, well, I mean, so much. Um, like I said earlier, I mean, it's definitely all about mindset. So this, this is the first time in my life I know I can lose weight and I know the tools and what to do to get there. Before I would just dream and wish and envy people and be jealous and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm look, everyone's looking for the magic pill. Everyone's looking for that secret. And that people are constantly messaging me and my thing saying, you know, what's your secrets? And it's like, oh, good diet and exercise. Sorry, yeah. it's not something better than that. Um, really just, yeah, my mentality has changed just so much by just knowing what I can do, having the confidence to do it. Yeah. And, um, and having the support of everyone around me, you know, the people I live with, the people on my page, um, everyone. So, I mean, and then also I'm not afraid to have, again, I talk about cheeseburgers a lot because I love them. So I'm not afraid to have a cheeseburger or a piece of cake or something like that, and then be all sad about it or regretful or remorseful about it. I know, no, I can enjoy that. And then just wake up the next day and, go back to business as usual. Or if I know I'm going to have that cheeseburger or Mexican food at night, I'm going to have zero point foods throughout the day. Um, and again, be mindful. It's all about being mindful of what you're putting in your mouth at any minute of the day at any time. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that really changed my mindset and really got me um, more aware of snacking and how much I was eating was I did this experiment and I took all of my daughter's leftovers from her plate and I put it in a bag because typically that would have just gone into my mouth all the time all her you chicken like nuggets that was done what you know like wasting food again you just thought I grew up in an orphanage <laughs> yeah I mean it's not even about like people say that all the time like I don't want to waste food I'm like well there's ziploc bags and tupperwares so you can save it for later and that could be the start of their next meal but also it was delicious. Like if she was eating a chicken nugget, I wanted to have a chicken nugget. So I'd be like, well, I'm not gonna make myself chicken nuggets for lunch, that's so fattening. But I'll eat her four that she left over, you know? And I would probably purposely make her extras knowing that I could eat them afterwards. But at the end of just two days, I had filled an entire half gallon Ziploc bag of her leftover foods. And that was like, for on Weight Watchers points, that was two, that, that was a full day's worth of points that I would have just eaten extra without even knowing, without even being mindful of it and just not even known I ate it and not even th thought about that. So gotcha. that was like a huge eye opener for me of how much was going into my mouth without me even hmm. acknowledging it. Gotcha. Yeah, I think being honest is huge, like radically honest. Huge with yourself. Even if no it one sucks, else even if it's not what you want. It's no, it's, yeah. Some days you know, I've gotten yeah. up to like, yeah, I've gotten up to like 50 points and I'm like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. But I'm like, embarrassing for who? You know, like no one's around, no one's watching me, no one gives a crap what I'm doing, you know, day to day, minute to minute. They, yes, they want me to be real to know that that's okay. 
but you know, it's, it's just really important to do that. Do, do you feel like you have a lot of like very positive people around you and not much negativity? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, in my real life, I've, yeah, I have so much positivity. I mean, people are so supportive. I've really tried to change um, what I do too, just like actively, like instead of for like friends dates, when we would plan like a happy hour or something, still do that. But before the happy hour, we plan like a, a walking date or, you know, I call people and I say, Hey, do you want to work out with me tomorrow? So I'm getting, Combined. I'm making my friends almost supportive, you know, yeah. um, without them knowing, but they are supportive anyways, because they also see me and they're inspired and then I'm inspired by them. And then we work off each other's motivation. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, all right, we got a few, four minutes left, so we'll do some rapid fire. So do you have long-term or short-term goals or both? Um, just to feel good, be healthy, be happy, you know, feel good in clothes and be confident. That's my really short and long-term. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Do you have times where you want to give up and what brought you back? Absolutely. And um, I read this quote and I forget the exact wording, but basically, you know, wherever you're at now is people are envying you or wish they could be there. So if you give up at this yeah. point, you're not going to go any farther at all. So, I mean, yes, on times where I've plateaued or like right now where I've been the same ish weight for a month and I'm so close, but I can't get to that 40 pound solid mark, then you know, I, um, I really like, it changes everything. So again, having that then supportive system, having everything, all the tools, having everything that kind of just yeah. all works together. Awesome. What are a couple of cool things you learned about yourself? Um, that I have the power to change my body. I have the power to change my mindset and I, it, I have the confidence. It's all me, you know, before, again, I was saying, I wished and hoped that I could be like other people, but I am like other people, you know, I, I can do it just the way they can do it. And like, that's what I like to tell people. Like if I can do it and it sounds so cliche, but if I can do it, you can do it because I love happy hours. I love cheeseburgers. I love everything just like the next person, I'm an overeater to the max if I let myself, but you have to have the tools and the mindset and be willing to work for it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's, you know yourself. I think that's just huge is knowing yourself and being okay with being maybe an overeater, but being yeah. you know mindful and aware of that. Absolutely. What's your definition of health? Um, again, I think it's just being happy in your own skin and confident and be able to really be happy and um, shoot off those happy vibes. Because even if you're faking it till you make it, it's still going to not be real and authentic. So the health for me is just being happy, having positive, supportive family and friends around you. Um, being active and you know I tell my daughter all the time I'm doing this to be strong and powerful and have a body that will be sustainable for the rest of my life you know both of my parents my dad died of cancer 10 years ago and my mom currently has cancer so um, I want to do everything in my power to be here as long as possible and really the only thing you can do and control is your body and what you're putting into it awesome and uh Last question. What are um, like an easy change someone could do to start with weight loss? Um, some of the easy changes, I just took notes for that one because I mean, there are so many different things you can do, but make workout dates. Like I was saying, uh, plan your meals ahead of time and put it in your calendar and your workouts. So yeah, don't just yeah, say I'm going to work yeah. out three days this week. 
but really put it in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm working out the times and what workouts you're going to do. Same thing with your food. And what I've also noticed is pre-tracking. So if I know what I'm going to eat for dinner and I know I'm going to eat for lunch, pre-track it. So then I know what I have left over for snacks or drinks or whatever. Um, again, so it's just planning cool. and plan, plan, plan. But the, at the beginning, you don't always have to plan or do this for the rest yeah. of your life. It'll become natural. Perfect. You got 20 seconds. So where okay. can people follow you? Okay. So you can follow me on Instagram at Emily underscore WW underscore my fitness gal. Perfect. I will have that all linked. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. And that's a wrap. Boom. All right. Thanks so much. This is fun. This is my, uh,